And hello, good people of the internet. This is Tommy Kelly, and this is, of course, the Tommy Kelly podcast. And in this episode, it should be all going to plan, will be slightly longer than the normal 20 minutes or so, because I have a few extra things. I have two sections in it. One where I talk about how crap of a day I had, and another where I talk about um, my uh, that whole section on the blog I used to do last year, the weight loss for the soul, and why I stopped that. And uh, just a bit a little that's going on with me with that at the minute. Just an update on that. I also want to talk a bit about a few things that are uh, that I'm, I'm planning on doing in the future. I put up a post uh, on Facebooks where I asked for people to be interested in like a film club or a TV club where um, like the book club only we do it for films and TV. And there's good positive response to that. And uh, I was thinking about it over the weekend. And I think the best thing to do and the thing that I would find most enjoyable is to that. Uh, to do the book club to announce the films and all that kind of thing and I'll just do like a commentary to it as as uh, as my sort of rather than a preamble about it whatever because it means I get to sit and watch the film or the TV show and just talk about it and you get to hear what it would be like <laughs> if you're sitting watching with me which in fairness if you were sitting and watching a film with me I wouldn't be talking at all because I don't like when people talk <laughs> during uh, TV shows or films but um like a director's commentary kind of thing and it might be fun might be mightn't be fun but we'll see the first film I'm going to do is The Ninth Gate and so um, it'll be it's the next couple of weeks I will put that up and then, then you can add whatever you want to that discussion I'll p- probably do it as a separate podcast thing and I'll have it lined up so that you can uh, press play on the podcast and the film at the same time and it should sync up in some sort of way all going to plan. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I won't be able to talk enough over um, a, a film to make it anyway interesting, but it's, it's something I will try. Other things that are coming up is there's going to be an A3 print of The Witch, um, which uh, you will hear a bit more about when I talk about how bad my day was. Um, it's been sent to the printers and I'll be collecting it later this week. Then it'll be all signed. I'll do a whole video about that and... Uh, They'll be up on sale soon. I'm also doing a limited edition run of the Four Devils altar cards. And there's just going to be 10 sets of them for this for this one. So it's just, as you'll find, there's a lot, a lot of effort and stuff involved in that. And that's, so it's just, but people are always on to me about doing the altar cards for them. And I haven't, they're not up in store the whole time. And there's a million reasons for that. But I thought I would just uh, offer them up as like 10 sets and then, you know, um, compact with them maybe later in the year and do some more. So anyway, that's all the things that I think is coming up. So let's get into the day from hell. Last week in the podcast, I was talking a bit about personifying my demons and this idea of this demon who's always, you know, pushing your buttons and buttons and trying to annoy you and, you know, for some sadistic pleasure or whatever it was. And once I I um, turned him into a servitor and a sigil and did an image and all that kind of thing. And for a couple of days, everything just seemed okay and it became in really good form. I didn't feel like there was any kind of uh, adversatorial kind of aspect to life i thought everything was going well and uh, i was you know things things worked the way they were meant to work there was no big uh, problem i had one of the things i got a new piece of software for um for streaming tv and stuff because the last one i was using plex just doesn't want to work anymore and this new one set up with absolutely no 
hassles whatsoever, which is so, I'm not used to that at all, that usually there's teething problems with the simplest tasks I, ha- I have to do that, you know, it, it takes f- twice, as I've said numerous times in the podcast, twice, three times the amount of times to do to do something that should be easy, you know, like that you have to click everything six times for in, instead of one click and this kind of thing. So it felt good and I was going, oh, maybe this, you know, this sigil thing was good and, you know, it kind of got me into a new mood, a bit more control, a bit more autonomy, a bit more sovereignty over my, my life again, you know, and I could, by pacifying it and separating it a bit from myself until today. And then it was back full steam, that whole constant um, buttons being pressed, everything going wrong, things seemingly to be made deliberately, frustratingly harder than they need to be, everything having to be done countless, countless times. And I, an awful lot I wanted to get done today. Like I had a good, good solid to-do list and I have none of it done. And it's <clears throat> it's nearly half four in the afternoon here. And it was like, without going into giving it a list of all, all, all things, because... It's probably just sounds like a list of moans, which I suppose it is. But it was like I was trying to get uh, working on prints for um, the witch print I'm working on. I wanted to get the test print and it was just so much hassle but get with the printer and getting um, it to work. And then I, I like it was every time I print it, the test print, there'd be something, something new wrong. Like it would um, it would print off center. It would um, print, you know, there'd be a blotch on it. There would be, you know, there was a big band started appearing across the top of it for no reason that wasn't in the uh, file. Uh, then wh- when I seemed to get where I wanted Riggs, my awesome cat, came up and pressed cancel halfway through it. And then the printer decided that it was going to take twice as long to print everything. And when I sent it to, sent it to the computer, or from the computer to the printer, it, w- it would take nearly 10 minutes for the printer to, to register it. And it just, oh, it's like... Going insane, literally losing, like really frustrated, getting very angry. And it's very hard in those situations not to feel like there's some sort of causal element or there's something else to get you because it just gets you in that mood of being, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't, if you tr- kind of come from spirituals kind of I don't know, perspective on life, you kind of, or even that whole magic thing or crawly thing of choose everything that happens as, you know, as a sign from God. So if you, you know, everything is a sign, there's a reason behind everything. And so when you come to the point of that, you're looking for a reason behind anything and you can find nothing other than the reason being to be frustrated, that something that frustrates you. It, it's, it, I don't know what to do with that. So after that, I I wanted to it it it, be, it came a point that I couldn't do it the way I was doing it. I had to then um, I had to not farm it out. I had to put it out to get it to my printer. The guy who does the photographs, and he's going to look after it because I just can't, I can't do it. It's just my setup, and I have a very decent setup. Just refuses to do it, and I just couldn't spend the time, money on the amount of ink I wasted today, the amount of paper, let alone the time or whatever. So I suppose one way you could look at it is, oh, maybe it's for the better, or maybe he's going to do a better job of it, maybe all that kind of thing. But that's that's putting a spin on it. I, I don't know if that's actually true, because like last week when I was printing some of my photos, and it was meant to be a sepia tone through some of them, and whatever set and came out on his printer, it didn't happen. And that worked out bad for me. There wasn't a good thing out of that in the end. It worked out less good for me. So going with the, with the whole thing of, oh, it's a sign, or, you know, you should just go with it. It doesn't always work out. You know, it, it, it can be a case that these things are, 
you know, like the, it's a negative influence. Just because something happens doesn't mean you have to. It, it's necessarily a good thing, as we all know. Um, so then I tried to chill out a bit and I said, right, so what I can do is I'll start printing out because I have all these A3 photo papers now and that I was going to do it for the print. So I said, well, I can't just, they're not useless to me, you know, I can't. Because like, again, I spent money in it, all, all these things. So I said, right, I'll do a, a, a kind of a limited edition run of the Four Devils or whatever. Like, it was just, and I'll tell you, man, I thought the witch thing was getting hard. But the sizes came out wrong, even though they were auto sized in Photoshop. Um, just that came down to after the printer doing all its mad stuff again but then the thing I used to the guillotine stopped working like but only on like certain things it would work fine and like say on it was working fine to a point that when it didn't work it seemed to be doing it on purpose like I know that's very hard to explain and it was obviously me getting tick with it or, or whatever but it was just like there was like that whole thing of just oh come on I, why is this happening and I got very frustrated. Uh, like, again, loads of paper wasted, loads of ink wasted. And then when I started, I was laminating them. And then, from you know, there'd be always something wrong. The, t- the laminating thing would get caught. There would be a bit of dust. And at one point, I was putting the, the, the thing in, and I seen this bit of dust, this little, little black spot coming down and f- winding its way in under the laminate and landing there just as I was going through the machine, to make that print useless. And I was like, going, again, it's very hard to not see a causal between all of these seem to be connected and all seem to be aimed at you when that can't be the case. Like, or like, well, it depends what way you want to look at, what way you want to go with it. Like, it could be, if you are big law of attraction thinking, everything you say or everything you think about it comes back to you. Now, it's definitely some element of truth in that, in that whatever you focus on, you're going to see more of. With no woo-woo involved whatsoever, if you think about, if you're uh, interested in some, some new topic, you will discover that there was, there's always a lot of that around. You know, it's like it's that thing. It's simple. It's this. Like, if you get into a new hobby, say, as I get into photography, you suddenly realise just the amount of photography videos that are on YouTube that you would never have known other than, you know, you've started looking from it and have an interest in it or whatever. And, you know, you can go, oh, look at this synchronous kind of thing lining up with thing. And it's just, you've searched for it and now you've put your focus on it. If you go a bit more woo-woo into the law of attraction, you can't end up but get into victim blaming, which I don't particularly like because it basically means that everything you do um, is your fault. Or, you know, if you have a shit life, it's your fault. You don't, you're not living in prosperity consciousness if you're poor. And, um, you know, if you get sick, it's your fault. And I don't, I really don't like that. I don't like the idea of it. And I don't know if that pushes me against it. Like, I suppose just not liking an idea is not a good enough reason to discount an idea. But it seems ridiculous. It seems tremendously unfair to live in a universe that is slowly dying of entropy and is all aimed towards the negative to a large extent to then uh, try and make people go, that well, the way out of it is to t- feel good about it. And my aim towards negative is that what I mean by that is you can literally do something right now that will ruin your life immeasurably, destroy everything, um, no coming back from it, where you can't do the equivalent positive thing. And like you could go out onto the street now and push someone in front of a car, kill them, go to prison, um, all that. There's no equivalent good thing. You can go out and give 
five euro to a homeless person on the street doesn't have the same equivalence of impact on your life. There's no big positive thing that you can do at any secondary life that can, can change your life to the extent that you have a wide for, uh, or a fray of options open to you that will negatively destroy your life. So it seems to be, maybe from my negative point of view, that the universe is tilted towards enjoying or at least um, it being the negative being the default or the direction in which it wants to go. And it does want to go into a sense if you want, want from entropy. Everything is slowly dying. The universe is going to eventually cool and everything will die. At some point, if the theories are to be believed, and I'm, like, who am I? I'm not a scientist. The universe will freeze. All the energy will be gone and it'll just be like empty space on you know with no life or whatever that's quite happy and positive there today isn't it yeah uh, so yeah so then the personifying of this demon and if you want to see the artwork or if you want to uh, see the sigil and the name and all that stuff it's posted on patreon i'm not going to put it on the site or anything like that because i don't want i don't want people to get excited about it or, or use it because it's it's like it's not it's not like the 47s or the 47s. It's something very personal to me, but I just thought it might be interesting to people on Patreon. So it's not general release. Um, it's, again, when you're in the, that state, in that mental state, and you've walked yourself off, and I was, like, I got extremely angry today and frustrated, like, to the point of screaming at um, a guillotine. As if it was human, you know, or as if it has a personality, as if it was doing something bad towards me. And it's, once you come out of the state, it's quite embarrassing, obviously, to get to that level of anger and frustration. But it's, it's not, if I went in and I went to cut um, a piece of thing on the guillotine and it didn't happen, I wouldn't be getting that angry. It's the... 50 other things that have happened that day. Like, here's the thing. When I'm out walking my dog, and um, she's she's a nightmare. She's an absolute nightmare. Uh, pulling on it, you know, you have to constantly, you know, pulling on the lead, you have to constantly stop, you know, trying thing with that. And the first 10 times, you're, you know, you're, oh, yes, well, I can get this or whatever. And, we, you know, we could do a wheel train or whatever and the whole thing. But the 7,000 time on that walk, um, how are you meant to have that kind of level of patience? You know, and the scary thing about this is, of course, that I'm going to be a dad this year. And if I can't get my shit together enough to not feel that the world is out to get me or deliberately trying to poke, you know, annoyance at me. How am I going to cope with, you know, well, uh, the the lack of sleep and the, the, the amount of sure uh, patience you need for baby? And that's terrifying. And I'm sure there's some sort of back of my mind kind of stress going on with that, adding to further stress and kind of all that. But it's almost maybe, if I wanted to take another slant on it, would be that this is the testing ground and poking at you and see what I'm made of and stuff like that before. Because it's okay to to, to scream at a guillotine because it's, it's a piece of plastic and some steel or some metal. But if you lose, if I lose, lose it like that, with a child, then that I that's proper has repercussions for them, for me, for life, for all things going up, growing up and going forward and all that. And I know that from walking the dog, 
and the 7,000 time that she pulls or she tries to, you know, she loses her life when she sees another dog and is pulling off the lead. And we've bought every different type of lead you can for, you know, the, the minute one we're using is the one that goes around the legs. And she was great for a day until she got used to it and then she's back to the pulling and all that. And by the end of the walk, I hate her. And I mean, that's horrible to say, but I, I, I hate probably not strong, but I really dislike her. And the whole thing of the being constantly pushed and poked and finding that everything, doing everything takes two or three times longer than it should. And it's wearing on me. It's stressing me. And it's making me feel less adequate and capable for the task that I have ahead of me. Funny, when I started this, I didn't think this was where the, uh, this conversation was going to go. But this is the, the whole point of the podcast, is to try and work through these things. And by speaking things out loud, by speaking your truth, you can sort things out in your head that you wouldn't normally. Because when you're, when I, I'm, I'm sure it's the same for everyone, but you loop things in your head. You don't think clearly and it's, it's like you have the same pattern over and over when you're thinking about something. So speaking it out loud, like something like a podcast, you can't do that because, you know, you have to in some way keep it interesting for the person reading or uh, listening to it. So if you just kept going and I had the guillotine pulled down and it wouldn't do it and then the guillotine pulled down and it wouldn't cut it and I got frustrated and then the guillotine when I went to it, which is how you are in your mind when you replay that point where it didn't cut the paper properly for you, you know, the 50th time or, or whatever. So it's good to get it out that way. So I don't know what, what the solution is to this. Like, it genuinely feels... Like there's an element of life deliberately being hard or trying to frustrate me and annoy me and that I don't understand. I don't understand it and I don't know why. And there's a part of me that really doesn't believe that and another part that does because it's very hard when you're, as I say, in the middle of it to not feel that way because it's so overwhelming and it's so constant and you feel so stupid explaining it to people because they're going well obviously that's not true like you know that's not the experience you're making that up or you're not well not calling you a liar but just saying that you're obviously mistaken or you know you're looking for these things or gonna you're gonna out of your way and question is which came first though are you is it you get frustrated and then you create these things or do these things happen in there you get uh, frustrated by it and I, I find it i'm finding it very hard to deal with at the minute and I'm, I'm very frustrated and a lot of the joy that i discovered out of life in the last while it is is leaving is leaving me um because it feels like a constant battle with the physics or the physicality of the planet of life of the universe that that I have to get through all the stuff that, that it's uh, before I can get to the thing that I'm meant to be doing or it's like I I can't when I'm when I was doing the, the prints or something like that I was like that was that was a 20 minutes I wanted to spend on that today because that's all it should have taken 20 minutes like that the witch print, whatever that was, twenty minutes of work, and if, if someone had hired me to do that, that is what I would have um, 
allocated for that and that's because that's all it all it was was just putting the final files together because all the thing was done and just doing a test print and it was like an hour and a half two hours and at the end didn't get it followed by then more um still all related well, it was all printer and printing related but different it was different things the issues that i had with the witch print isn't the issues i had with the, the four devils printing i was doing it was different ones so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what to do with that. I, I haven't printed out and I haven't worked with and I haven't journeyed to the servitor, the, the demonizing, the personifying of this thing, and I feel it really that's something that really has to be done because I have to find out what's going on. I have to know. Um, part of my brain, something external. I'm definitely signing on the part of my brain thing because it just it's it's it seems more realistic I suppose um, but yeah not 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 good not good I guess at some point I should come back and um, talk a bit about that whole weight loss for the soul series that I was doing last year on uh, over in adventureswoo.com and which I just kind of stopped doing. And there was a number of reasons, some of them my fault, um, some of them not necessarily anyone's fault, but just what was happening and thing. And basically, one of the main, rather than having about here just get to it one of the main reasons why i stopped doing the posts is every time i did the posts about it i would get a slew of messages and emails and stuff about people telling me why i was wrong what i was doing and what i should be doing and you know like about the different diets and different things and why i was yeah it was like some of them really angry with me some of them really nice and generally overall most of them were really nice and trying to be concerned but it was a case of like even though I talked about it in the podcast, I talked about it on the vlog, I talked about it on the on the blog itself, that I wasn't, not that I was going to say I'm not interested. Well, no, actually, I'm not interested in being told what to do because I've tried all these things and you're assuming I haven't tried these things. And I have, and they just don't work. And I was kind of getting a bit sick of having the same conversation over and over again. And uh, as Robbie is well aware and has pointed out to me, Tommy doesn't like to repeat himself. And I kind of have a turn-off thing where I can repeat myself once, repeat myself twice, but if I have to say something to someone three times, I lose the will to live. So it was every time I did a post, I was getting these things. And it was like, one email would be, you have to do it this way. And then the second email would be the exact opposite. But both demanding that they were right and true. And no one, for the most part, would believe. Because like, the only thing that works for me to lose weight is counting calories. And interestingly enough, I even forgot that. Because this year I've been doing um, low-carb trying to do less than 50 grams of carbs a day because I was told that's what to do. And it seemed like a good idea, something new to mix it up or whatever. And guess what happened? I put on weight. So I was 
going out running the other night and I put it on. No, first of all, the first time I no- really noticed it, I kind of... When I stopped doing the posts, I also stopped weighing myself because I was also trying to do the whole, oh, no, just try and get back into being a normal person who isn't on a diet the whole time or whatever. And I probably did put on a bit of weight. I I don't know. My clothes all fit me anyway. And there was nothing. Maybe I didn't put on weight. But um, after Christmas and it was my brother's-in-law, his wedding, and I put on my suit (laughs) and it was tight on me and I went oh oh that's interesting and see it can be weird like because you're just not used to wearing trousers and stuff like that and it can be a bit tight or whatever but it was like proper all right thing and I think well maybe it didn't fit me this time last year maybe I hadn't it on and I tried a shirt on that I knew definitely fit me uh, you know during this uh, kind of stage of weight loss and it was kind of tight on me and bulging a bit you know that thing where you have the two buttons and it's like they've been pulled apart and I went yeah I'll try to ignore that (laughs) and hope that this low carb thing is going to work out for me even though I did the low carb before and I put on weight why I thought it would be different this time I was hoping it would be different I think more than thought it would be different because I've listened to lots of Jordan Peterson and um, Joe Rogan and these oh, you know a lot of people and I was telling me about this low carb and it's like the extra health benefits like um, Jordan Peterson's going on about it it's, uh, his daughter cured herself from an autoimmune disease for the most part not cured but uh, is in remittant remittal whatever that word is Um from having done this low carb thing and he, loads of stuff has happened for him that you know his halitosis was cured his snoring stopped he lost a ton of weight really quickly and all that I'm kind of a bit all over the place here but anyway so that's why I was doing the low carb thing I was going, well this seems like a really good health benefit and sugar is probably terrible for you like it, it's that whole processed food kind of thing the only thing is I don't eat meat and that's probably not good for a ketosis diet. So essentially all I was eating was cheese, nuts and eggs and some greens. And that was really boring. And I was also like, it's that's not sustainable because I was getting really bored with it too. But I was eating a lot of that stuff, you know what I mean? I, would, I tried counting calories for a while and I just give up or whatever. And I didn't do it every day. I would say out of... I did a 25 out of the 30 days and then I would have kind of cheat days. So that was probably another thing. But it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I definitely think, from I can't say for everyone, there's probably loads of vegetarians who ketosis works brilliant for and vegans and all that. For me, it doesn't work and I'm putting it down to that it probably would work if I was eating meat. But I'm not. So there it is. So anyhow, a couple of days ago, two days ago, I was... Um, saying oh I better get back into doing some running maybe start taking this a bit more serious again because you know I don't want to let this all go and it was in the back of my mind that I put on a bit of weight and so I put on my um, it was like my running jacket thing that I had when I was doing all the running last you know around September or whatever August whenever I was, yeah around around that time and uh, yeah it was really tight in me like really tight in me like I still get it on but I'd like to, you weren't running with it that would be massively un- uncomfortable so being that this part of the journey that I'm doing at the moment is all about telling the truth, that is my truth. And I have to be uh, uh, honest and open out that I have let myself go again. And I am falling back into old habits to do with my weight and my health and stuff like that. And I'm glad that I can kind of hopefully catch it now before, you know, it's like 
Christmas time and I'm looking at myself and I'm 18 stone again or something. I go, what, what, what did, what happened? You know, what? So I've caught myself early enough where I've just put on, I don't know how much I've put on because I'm too scared to get on the weighing scale. I'll just be very honest about it because if I put, like if I, I don't know if I've put on a lot of weight, it'll devastate me. So I'll try, although I should for the motivation, but I'm not going to, I'm just not going to weigh myself for a while. But what I've done is I'm back to what I was doing when I lost all the weight last year, which I just should have stuck to and I didn't follow my own advice. And I give out for people telling me to do all these things and then I end up listening to other people. I just, that's, oh. But so what I'm doing is I'm just counting calories. Try to keep the shit food uh, as low as possible, but stay within my calories. Now, 1,600 calories. And that's what I did. I was looking through my um, meal records from this time last year, because I have them all on my fitness pal, that app or whatever. Just looking at the food I was eating. I was doing 1,600 calories. I was also doing fasting, those two-day fastings where I was doing 600 calories. I'm not doing that because that didn't make any difference. When I stopped doing that last year, I was still losing the weight. So, yeah, 1,600 calories, not count my exercise, um, don't eat under uh, over 1,600 calories no matter what I exercise, and lose this, I'd say, I would say I have two stone to lose, which is 28 pounds, which is, like, I mean, considering where I started, um, I'm in a better position than I was this time last year, I'm thinner or leaner or whatever it is than I was this time last year, I just was, <laughs> I'm, I've been on weight, that, that's the simple, simple thing. The great thing about it though is when I was down, I was doing the shopping and I was getting um, to go right start the, the diet again. Um, you know, like I've been on a diet constantly. It was just a crap diet, and that's I feel so cheated by that because it wasn't as if I was sitting around eating whatever I wanted and having a great time and put on weight. It was still a restrictive thing, and I felt that I, you know, I, I wanted. You know, I wasn't satisfied. But no, the good thing about the carb thing is that your hunger levels do go down. But it's probably because you're eating so much. I don't know. Anyway, frustrating. Very frustrating for, you know. But went out shopping today uh, to get all of the types of food I was eating this time last year when I was actually losing weight and doing well and feeling good. That's the other thing about the carbs that I've noticed. I've started spiralling into um, downward towards depressive states and stuff like that and I'm not sure if that's connected or if there's other things but I I immediately picked up today when I started uh back when, the, you know, getting, when I was around the supermarket getting this, the stuff and I had this positive out, uh, um, sort of view about um, about life and try getting, you know, taking control back and all that. So there's not all that's kind of tied in and all that, I understand. But um, I do, f- I already feel better because I'm doing this back, doing the thing that I know works. Because there was probably a bit of guilt or something in the back of my mind when I was doing the low-carb thing that was just like, no, you know this doesn't work. You just want to eat all the cheese. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't eat all the cheese and the peanuts and the, all the world. And all the eggs. And, like, it's not that... I don't know. It's, it's like, it's it's not that it's that huge of a, like, of, of a of a thing to be doing is just eating you know low carb or whatever I didn't find it I don't have a sweet tooth in the sense of I don't really miss sweets or chocolate or whatever I eat them occasionally because you know why not but my big thing is bread and stuff like that and I think of a restrictive diet where you're just demanding of yourself not to take any of these things in the hope that your body has some sort of chemical reaction within your side rather than just don't eat as much I mean the logic to me and people say oh the calorie thing is bullshit and all that but it's the best thing we have 
to judge of food and it, it is bullshit but it's probably about the best thing you have and it's a good indicator for me of how much I'm eating and the tracking things like that I let that go as well where I wasn't tracking it anyway my honesty of the thing is that I have let myself go I've let myself go and I have and I have to be honest about that not in a massive way I hopefully have caught myself before it's too much I think the first thing actually now that I think about it that got me about it all was when I put up a photograph of me getting the um, the photo of the month in my photography club and I have a big huge fat neck in it because I'm kind of I, I, if you've seen friends that you know that you know Chandler's whole thing where he can't smile in photos and looks really weird I kind of have that but I I, I hunch up my soldiers my, sh- my soldiers <laughs> what am I five I hunch up my shoulders and I kind of pull my neck back so I just get this huge big fat neck and a big kind of um, double chin and I was kind of that just I was going like that's a terrible photo of me and I used to you know I had been working on my posture last year and all that kind of thing as well and then the worst thing about it was that when I was going, oh, that photo's terrible of me. And then I was looking in the mirror and goes, yeah, but you, you know, you, you have a fat neck again. <laughs> you know, it's not just, it's not just a fucking photo. It's the cheese, <laughs> you know. So, um, and it's, I can laugh about it now, but yeah, I wasn't happy at the time. Then on um, Patreon yesterday, last night, was it? Yes, Wendy was just pointing out, we were talking just about um, personifying your you know, your your hardships, whatever what to do with that thing. I was talking about the whole demonised thing in last week's podcast. And she was saying, if you ever um, are going to do the weight loss thing again, that, you, you know, should bring that with you and that kind of idea that you, you have the thought of, you know, basically the thing of focus on the good things. You know, you're building strength rather than you're losing weight. You're looking better rather than you're trying not to look as shit as you did and all that kind of thing. And it was just so timely and it was just so perfect. And I know had that caught me in a different mood, it might have depressed me. And she actually did point out, she goes, not saying you have to, but it was as these synchronistic things happen, it was perfect timing. I was in a receptive mood for it. And I went, yes. Yes, just now bring it in. And rather than rather than focusing on how shitty I feel and uh, look at me and my fat neck and my, my man boobs and all of these things, focus on the getting back in, getting control, getting out, getting um, proper exercising, get back out running. It's the summer's coming in. The sun is going to be back. You're going to be getting vitamin D. Life's going to be wonderful. You're going to be a father in September, for Christ's sake. Everything is great. Rather than, oh, look at your photo with your fat neck. (laughs) Which I have a tendency to do. And, you know, it's like it's, it's what I do best. So, yeah, 1,600 calories, get a bit more exercise get packed in my yoga because I used to love yoga like all these things I forget I forget that I enjoy these things something happens that you just forget you lose the run of yourself so anyway yeah that's the truth about my weight loss for the soul I'm not I don't think I'm going to go back to doing um blog posts because people don't see them in the context of the bigger thing and only maybe read one or whatever I might perhaps do uh, some vlogs or talk about it more in the podcast as I go along because it, it, the momentum is was great and the kind of um, where you're holding yourself to account by other people by having to do these things and when I'm brave enough I will do a win when I feel a bit better about myself and all those kind of things but yes telling my truth about weight loss for the soul while I thought last year was all about my physical thing and this will be about my this year will be about emotional it's probably all connected and I have to get it all together so uh, yeah
So that was the Tom and Kelly podcast. And uh, as you can hear, uh, I've been trying out a few new things, trying to make this a bit more interesting, a bit better. I started using Adobe Audition for the podcast. I was using Reaper, which is a great program. But it seems as I use everything else, uh, uh, Adobe, I thought I would try it again, which was a brave move on this day, uh, being that everything seemed to go wrong. So um, if you're hearing this, then it has to, at some point, have gone right for me. So that's good news for everyone involved. Um, so if you want to hear more of this podcast, go to adventuresandwooboo.com and you will see all the podcasts are there. This is number 41, I think. You'll also find information on the 47s, which is a magical and oracle deck that I created. Four Devil stuff's there. There's a blog full of things. Um, magic, cult, personal development type related. The book club's there. There's a lot of my photography stuff there, a lot of my art. And uh, check that out. And um, I'm on the Facebooks. I'm on Twitter at, at Tommy Kelly. There is an Instagram, 500px, Flickr, all of those things. I'm all over the internet. So good people of the internet. I'm sorry that this was such a kind of negative, ranty type one. And I'll start it. it's been on the same kind of subject. Well, the first half it was on the same kind of subject last while. But it is something that's just on my mind. as, uh, And it's, you know, better out than in, as they say. But I hope you are having a great week. And I hope that you're the rest of your week is fabulous and that you are not plagued by um, any of the issues I am having may the road rise to meet you and may you have a wonderful time and may life have your back and be well